0: The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens, and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. This week, we are joined by some cool cats and some cool kittens themselves. Welcome to Say Hello to Sarah Becker.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Ben Haworth. Howdy. Kel. God damn it, I always forget your last name, Kel.
2: It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's Kel Freilich. Freilich.
0: Freilich. Got it, got it. And then we're also joined here by Trevor Flynn. Hey. I'm your host, I'm your host Jack Newman, and welcome. This week we're going to talk about nothing to do with movies because we're still stuck at home for COVID, and we got to talk about uh, I think the biggest uh, media extravaganza that happened during COVID so far, which is to say, uh, Tiger King, the Netflix original, the next the Netflix documentary series. Uh, Yeah, so Uh, I got the little
3: uh, series has been number one on Netflix. Really, days straight. Yes. Wow.
0: Okay, I got a little summary here to read. Uh, Netflix's seven episode documentary "Target King" follows the life of a man who calls himself Joe Exotic. Now, not only does he own over 200 big cats on his private zoo in Oklahoma, but he is also accused of being involved in a murder for hire plot. Yeah, that's that's the that's a that's a very uh, that's a very unsexy version of what actually happened with everything. It's
3: but uh, uh, yeah. a deeply, deeply. Truncated version. It needs way longer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know I if i are gonna get through everything on this podcast. I, I like, talked with no, too, I, I doubt I it. It. with my friend <laughs> Kevin for God an hour podcast. just about this show. So yeah, we had,
0: we had we had. Yeah, we had uh we, we. I have to admit this this is one of those things where it says it is one of those series that I'm not sure it's technically fun or enjoyable to watch, but it is so such a shit show beginning to end. And I got and I I, I will maintain that the documentary itself is very well put together. Oh, just I disagree right at the bat. But okay, very we'll perfect, perfect. I know mm-hmm. right, Trevor. I, I think like we have the positive uh, expend of this, so I'm going to start with Sarah on the positive, and then we're going to go to Trevor and hear some of his thoughts. Sound
4: good? Good guys, yeah. We can yeah. get to me last. I don't want to ruin everybody's fun right away, no, no, but that no, is
0: why gonna I'm here. Ruin it, so. So. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna prove that Tiger King is just no. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. Let's start with you, Sarah. What did you think of Tiger King?
1: Well, I um I have to agree with you, Jack. I think it was a well-made documentary about some really fucked up shit. <laughs> it <Ooh>. is just. <laughs> Like the first episode is just crazy and you don't realize how much crazier it's going to get. But you can't stop. It's 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 like watching a train wreck. You just can't look away.
0: Yeah, it's 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 also just like I think one of the things is one of those things is just like it's people just it's kind of like rednecks making. Like bad decision after bad decision after bad decision, and watching the decisions compound on each other, mm-hmm. and and it's one of those things where it's just like I think it, I think it's just also like getting inside the mind of the people. I had several moments in this documentary though where I had a I had a hard time feeling like you know I wonder we'll, we'll get to this at the end because I have a, I have a hard time sometimes believing that the documentarians didn't step in for certain things. Like it's shocking the things that they got to actually film. And I would really like yeah. to know what other footage they got, uh, at some point. Cause there's some of the stuff that they shot at night when they were moving the tigers. I have to, I have to wonder about them not calling the police. <laughs> you know what I mean? some of the other things that are clearly like illegal. Uh, but we'll, let's circle back there. I want to do talk about the negative viewpoint here. And I'm, I'm sorry
4: to put that all on you, Trevor. I think I always do this to you a little it bit. It is. I mean, you did explicitly invite me to say like, watch a couple more and then you can be the counterpoint. So I, I know that's why I'm here. So it, it's cool. Um, <laughs> It's it's whatever. Uh, I did watch a lot of the show today so that I could talk about why I wasn't interested in it. So I just want to be really clear off the bat that I don't begrudge anybody their, like, the entertainment value in this. I just, uh, if anything, begrudge how popular it is maybe for how I think maybe arguably bad it is. But that's, like... I don't know. I've been trying to figure out a good way to phrase this. And I guess for me, it's like, it's kind of like daytime TV journalism. It's like not really about any of the issues that come up in it. You're just kind of being invited to like, look at these people who are kind of implied to be so much like shittier than you. So you can kind of feel better about yourself. I mean, This isn't Dr. Phil. I want to put that out there. It's not as gross as Dr. Phil, but and I'm not immune to the pleasure of daytime TV by any stretch. Like I watched my Judge Judy. That is my kryptonite. Everybody has theirs. But I think this feels a little gross to me. And uh, yeah, just from the first episode alone, I didn't really have any faith in how they were going to kind of. Like explore the issues they're potentially bringing up. I think ultimately I find it to be
0: very compelling. Uh, I get where you're coming from to some extent in that like to some extent I do have a question whether or not the filmmakers were themselves kind of – like one of the things that I love is like SAF. I love SAF all the way fucking through everything too. And I think it's one of those things too – yeah. And it's one of those things too where they like clearly – they have like faith in Joe to such an extent. Like they get the rip, they get their arm ripped off and then, They absolutely uh, like still stand by him all the way to the hilt, and it's one of those things too. It's like it definitely brings into this this thing, this idea that Joe himself is like a a magnetic personality that cultishly sucks people into. And it's one of those things where, as I've been experiencing it, I have my myself some concerns about whether or not the filmmakers themselves were sucked into the cult of Joe Mm -hmm. a little bit and like had a preference for him to some extent. That like the movie to some extent feels like somewhat of an apology. And he said stricter things on Twitter. Director has like he said it's it wasn't totally clear by our documentary, but Joe was abusing animals like that's it, and we just there's not a lot of context or stuff that they shared in there. So he's gone on the record as saying like this is probably like he maybe even softened the view in the documentary more so than what he said directly about what was actually happening because that's been his general response after the fact, which is agreed. Uh, a lot of the everybody joe is like a bad person that is surrounded by worse people and that's kind of like the, the position the documentary takes um like i don't know instance, if i agree with even that but go on please No, no, no. Uh, uh, like it's uh, like i, I mean I'm, I'm not i'm not gonna say anything about carol obviously carol doesn't deserve to be murdered in her home and all the things that joe was doing was fucking terrible like he shouldn't have been like online threatening a lady or yeah i mean that's just my take mm-hmm. sorry I don't think that's an original take. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you shouldn't threaten people on the internet. That's just a fact.
4: I think we're more or less on the same page as far as the like legality of a lot of things that happen here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, yeah.
2: he's it, it, like a bad person, but he's just very likable in a weird way.
3: Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's. That's I think the he's, like a, There was a lot of terrible people in this show, but I enjoyed watching all of them. You know. Yes. Just in terms of like a human study of awfulness
2: <laughs> just different types of awfulness yes yes and, and weirdness
3: but i understand yeah. that you know, it's protagonist syndrome it's the same thing you get with yeah. uh, you know breaking bad is a classic example of, like when did you finally give up on thinking that walter white is a good person <laughs> and for a lot of people it takes way too long and you're like but you know we we naturally want to empathize with the person what we're following right it was like right the title character because the thing is interesting about the show is it's very clearly he started this as like a an omnibus about big cat people in general you know that's why there's so much of doc antil and, and carol baskin and god other help people god help doc I mean,
0: Antle. and then,
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. and then you got to tell us the fact that you apparently went there um, i have been there yes uh, <laughs> yeah
2: you gotta you gotta fill us in on that a little. Uh, I, I, we'll, we'll, we'll
3: get to that go ahead ben. my friend Kevin made a good point that like you know that this this just they just had so much to work with when they kind of yada yada over the fact that he has like a cult of women and like a creepy yeah, terrifying <laughs> yeah. sex cult and like he's not the protagonist like it's yeah. crazy or so.
2: the guy who's, who's basically Scarface
3: yeah, it was like, I wouldn't murder a guy, but I was in the oh, room yeah. where they cut up his body. And yeah. he just gets, like, he's only in, like, and one And he's, he's
2: actually one of the more, like, likable, not-so-toxic, horrible people. Like, he's out a criminal. Of all of them, <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Yeah, and... But we don't know much about him, that's the thing. Yeah. And they didn't elaborate.
3: <laughs> so, I guess I'll get my overall thoughts since I started talking about it. I Overall, I like this documentary a fair amount. Um, it's... It's tough because there's a film critic I like called Allison Wilmore, and she has this whole thing called The Documentary Test, which is she has to be like, for me, a great documentary has an interesting subject and is well-made, that there can be sometimes one or the other, that sometimes you give a really well-made documentary it's about something completely boring, or you can have a very interesting subject matter, but the documentary is just not that good, but it feels like it's a good documentary because it's about something interesting. And clearly, like, it's tough with this because, like, the story of these people is just so fucking weird <laughs> like it just like m- my joke because we were slightly inebriated when we watched the final episode final and
2: episode, yeah. um, it was a wild ride
3: and it was a wild ride and by the end of this documentary they're like you know saf gives this beautiful monologue where he's like nobody you know, wins. Nobody, nobody wins and these tigers and you know it's Poor all about animals. the animals and yeah. then it cuts to a man in a green sports car With a clown on the hood and a plastic skeleton in the passenger seat. And I paused, and it was eight minutes left. (laughs) And I was like. You can't do this to me when there's 8 fucking minutes left. This is falling action. <laughs> this is too much. This is supposed to be when things are calming you down. Lost yeah. Your mind. You can't just keep yeah. bringing more crazy. <laughs>
0: like it has that's, to stop at is a certain point. That's too
2: meme-worthy. Honestly. That's still
0: the best. That's the, like that if there's any GIF we're going to keep from like the good place it's that definitely that Chidi Adagonia, This like, broke like this me. broke me GIF right and then uh, you sent that in the chat and I was like that's perfect. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, there's and, and, and I think this is the thing too is I think the best part about Tiger King is its ability to for you to go into this thing and get broken at some point being like, these people are crazy. Like cause it just it just does that. It stacks one thing. And then he's like, then he ran for president. What the fuck? Like that's like this, it's definitely the whole point is like the ridiculousness that it can take, and then people are just Happy to experience this other kind of this other take on like life and
4: stuff. And And yeah, I guess other take on life and stuff. I'm sorry. I need to cut you off at some point
0: here. No, no, I'm going to go. Well, no, I think there is some that for some people, there is a certain amount of
4: Schadenfreude based enjoyment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I mean, that's got to be the appeal, and I'm not saying it doesn't have that appeal. I watched three episodes of this in a row, and slowly, like a fire that keeps burning brighter and brighter. Just you know, you you keep watching it, (laughs) yeah. Um, Whether it be a dumpster fire or not, um, yeah. yeah, uh, Go ahead.
0: No, no, it's, I, I, think, I think I'm think i open to the interpretation that this documentary's heart is not in the right place. I will never disagree with the fact that it is insanely entertaining. I think that, like, <laughs> if, if somebody, if someone, if you came to me and gave it, and I think this is where you're coming from, Trevor, is that you see it like a trash fire and that it's also maybe somewhat taking advantage of the people involved in the documentary and that socioeconomic slice of people. The people, correct? the right. animals by proxy, kind of, arguably. I'm happy to have that conversation. I'm yeah. just also going to be like... It was really fucking fun to watch, which maybe yeah. that makes me an awful person.
4: No, but. and I, I want to be clear that I'm not doing that. I just whether I don't have the stomach for it or not, I, this just raises my blood pressure as I watch it. So whenever you guys were like, "Oh, we're gonna watch this instead of con- fucking Contagion for a change of pace," I was like, "Contagion was like relaxing to me. It was like a lullaby compared <laughs> to watch this." Yeah, and also- I specifically watched Cats two days ago, like the 2019 musical Andrew Lloyd Webber. Jeez uncanny valley nightmare fuel that is cats before I wanted to watch more of this guys like it's just I I recognize the entertainment value of it I'm not gonna argue with that for sure I feel like the
2: series is not for people like highbrow like entertainment this kind of does it 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 does align Reach it, down ah, in that barrel it, it's of like, like 90 a, day fiance It's higher than and,
3: that But it's like Yeah but it's yeah. still
2: like you want to see them kind of crash and burn in a way we're, we're, We are like maybe two to
0: three steps above a bachelor essentially yes. like, <laughs> I, I like
2: well, I, I,
0: I, I think it's higher I think the documentary skill is on display there I think that's the only thing where it's like It is a well made well, well edited well documentary edited, I
3: mean very slick production yeah. value all the yeah. way through and this was
0: clearly something where they could have had like a shitload more material for. Like, I agree with Ben. It is very clear oh, to me that they had
3: other show about yeah, this because, like, yeah, they filmed for five years. I mean, they stuck around and it, I,
0: it, it's I very do not understand how that is possibly economically affordable. I don't know. know if people Come do back do to it.
3: that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's similar to a much higher brow movie, <laughs> um Poop Dreams, which similarly is a great documentary because they just kept. Coming back, like it literally, they, they filmed for seven years for that documentary. So mm. things just changed so much. And it's similar here where it's just like, it just keeps happening. And I, me and Kel talked to him, we were like, do we think that they just intended to keep going yeah, like, did or did they, they or were they like, they were, like we're gonna we edit stop. tiger king now and then he calls and he's like hey my my thing burned down and you're like well we gotta go back or like, and then like you hear you, joe joe's running for governor someone. we gotta go back yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Shit. yeah. I, and then finally <laughs> they're like <laughs> okay did? he's in jail we can't yeah. sit. <laughs> this yeah. <laughs> i
0: i think it i think to some extent it is like I really there's like a really interesting history of it because they they went into detail too and the, what who is and I have to admit I think the dude in the black hat his first like film guy is kind of an asshole uh what's his uh, name Rick. uh yeah Rick Rick yeah. drives Kirkman. me a little nuts yeah, yeah. uh but I Rick think is I think every LA
3: old producer I know <laughs> he's yeah very LA it, and like over it I,
0: I know but he's also like I, I, when I see that kind of type of person, I'm like, so secretly a monster, right? <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to, like, maybe that's my interpretation of the character. I don't know. Maybe, well, I don't he's know. like a character. Uh,
3: he's an interesting story about, like, <laughs> that I I do find interesting, which is, like, you know, I, people realize that, like, you literally have to, like, pitch reality shows. You have to go find these people and film them for a long time and make, like, a show reel like he did where he, like, put them in a throne and everything. And it's, like, you literally make this little package of a person and so you very follow weird. them for like six months, and then you may just they may just not even pick it up. It's a very strange world. Uh, they did that, 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 don't that really with my uncle, the whole, like people who go yeah. and find these reality shows.
0: My uncle runs a pawn shop in Kentucky and was gonna do one of the was followed for six months for like they were gonna do a new pawn shop show around his shop hmm. and uh, it didn't go anywhere. Thank fucking Christ! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> um, I don't want to get in that. I love it. He's 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 a he's a he's a, he's a fun guy. He's a he's a he's a he's a fun fun guy. I remember when he came to visit me in San Antonio and like we went to a hotel and we just had a shitload of Corona with his it was it was good. So, anyways. And then we went ghost hunting at the Minger Hotel. Yes. That was the thing. I've never been ghost hunting before. I'm generally not that person. So but he was very into going ghost hunting at the Minger Hotel. And so we like wandered around with meters and stuff. Sorry. It's a long. It's a whole thing. Anyways, I I, I think the thing, too, is that from my part, Trevor, the thing that I think defeats the notion that it's going off the backs of these people a little bit to create the drama is that a lot of the heroes of that, for instance, was Saf, Saf. And like a lot of his existing staff, the documentary takes a good hand in like trying to like make them be the thought of victims of the whole piece. And like, to some extent, like, even though Saf doesn't like, even though he doesn't like help, even though like he doesn't help the police in the end he's still technically like the good guy of the documentary and i think that it has a very positive view of everybody that was associated with this thing and i think that that kind of undercuts kind of the craziest the craziness of joe and all this other stuff so for me the fact that the documentary takes a kind hand to them probably makes it less of like a class-based issue than it is specifically about the craziness of fucking joe exotic and this industry and how everyone in that industry outside of
3: joe is a total fucking shithead (laughs) Um, yeah. I mean, yeah that's the crazy thing is you don't find one person
2: who's there's no like, level-headed like you know yeah your average joe you know yeah you've got the yeah. crazy aunt that i wants mean to save things that possibly you know killed her husband and yeah cult, yeah. cult dot cult guy and yeah, a bunch face. of gangsters and yeah, and then crazy. Yeah, the, the, the nicest
0: me. dude is like it looks like was like an ex huge coke dealer that's like out of prison for some reason now. <laughs> it's crazy, it's like, like almost all, like, all of them. He's the
3: chillest one. <laughs> tigers to get laid. It's like almost all it of them do the that. Sex. Who, like this who knew? Weird thing. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> like you realize yeah. that like these people treat the animals like they do a Lamborghini or something. Yeah. Like it's mm-hmm. just This flex status symbol thing, and yeah they're fucking alive.
4: Yeah, I'd say things- liking exactly. the show more if it was if it didn't turn Joe into like the protagonist. I I don't I don't think that holds water for me. That it is enough about the side characters. It's not. It, it, you know, it's it's about him because he's the most appealing figure. He's got to be the star of the show. So you know, if it, it was more from their perspective, I think you could argue that the doc- documentary did have its heart and at least. Like serviced somebody but I don't think there's enough Emphasis on them to make yeah. that point
0: Well I think the, you know the thing the thing that Carol uh, What's her face Carol Baskin. said Was that Baskin, Baskin.
4: Jesus
2: yeah, how I did say
0: I forget that? last name
4: <laughs>
2: Carol
0: Baskin <laughs> I was to, it's, it's, Yeah <laughs> Carol Baskin some bitch down of Florida Has a ruling against me <laughs> Sorry that was in his initial thing that was really funny Anyways I like how he didn't you notice that On the John and Oliver clip they didn't have him saying Shit about Carol Baskin it was just indirect Which is mm-hmm. interesting but anyways we'll come back to that the, the thing that I thought was interesting is they said to her that they were going to do the Blackfish of Tigers, which is yeah. an inherently fascinating movie that we did not fucking see. This ain't uh, no Blackfish. No. That again, yeah, comparison to no. Yeah, Blackfish too. is a superior documentary because part, it has purpose, it editing, and content.
1: Mm-hmm. I was really disappointed that they only spent like two lines of like post documentary dialogue about by the way there are so many tigers kept in, there are more tigers kept in captivity than there are in the wild there was like nothing that really said like help the tigers I'm like can you please try to do some good with this documentary yeah. and and, <laughs> and
3: there's and there's certainly going to be some interesting stuff because it's very tough because this is a popular documentary it could lead to Like these zoos closing. closing. I feel like it. I think it's very and I think you're gonna have a lot of people who are ashamed. Nobody's gonna go to what is it Doc's
2: no. Yeah. that No one's gonna go to Docs for sure. or the Jeff Jeff's, yes. new one. Oh, everybody hates Jeff. Everyone I've talked to is
0: like they hate Jeff. Dude, 100%. Jeff Jeff is a villain of a scale that oh. I did not think actually existed. You know what like, I mean? Like, like you hear, like Jeff is comically evil. I mean, evil. Jeff. That's why,
3: <laughs> when Jeff shows up, that's when you're like, oh, this is Game of Thrones with like yes, real life. That, I was he's thinking
2: Game of Thrones. He's
3: straight up a uh, uh, Tywin Lannister. He's straight up just yeah. like uh, I'm a douche and I don't care. Yeah, yeah. No, it's,
0: there's it's, even it's lions
1: involved. Him.
0: Yes. And, and, and who's the, who's the fat guy? And the I don't want to call him. I don't want to make it specifically about him being overweight. Yeah. But he's just he's a really James? shitty person outside. Yeah, Is on Sam the jet
2: gest- ski. James, James. Yeah. No. 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 no, no. Yeah, the the guy, guy with the that, lemur. The guy with the lemur. He's yeah. all oh, like, I'm agent. And I don't know agent. And that's that
3: when that it shit. became like a Scorsese movie where it was like the one rat <laughs> and it all falls apart and it's like the end of Casino. <laughs> and he gets his
2: on his jet ski and they play, what do they play? <laughs> they
3: play some weird
2: music. If they play, I don't know, copyright. Yeah, it, music it, very sure. it, was,
0: it, was, it was some copy. rough shit. I, but it was one of those things too where it's like him and Jeff are like so comically evil and backstabby that it's almost unbelievable. It's on, You almost immediately take Joe's side just on the nature of of just them two talking,
3: well, and the a muscle guy, and that's why I'm very curious because like it's a popular show, but there is something I'm curious about in terms of like how the show is made and Netflix's involvement because the person who made it is like a well-known conservationist. He is like an yeah. extremely well-known conservationist. He started the whole project by trying to figure out, uh, t- trying to do exposés on reptile, mm-hmm. um, exotic reptile. Um, hunting And then he met You know The, the show in the documentary He sees this the guy With a van And a snow leopard In we the van something. And He's like what According to <laughs> Not him Because he's kind of The public face of it uh, One of the other producers They had a very different cut And then Netflix came And was like No we need more Joe We need more people mm-hmm. We need less of the tigers Aww, and, I mean, that makes but me, we don't know. We don't yeah. know. I mean, it could. Just well, tinfoil
4: hat here, but if you somebody else didn't make that point, I was going to bring up. This is kind of a trend with Netflix pumping out kind of these irresponsible. I think true crime documentaries. We have this. We have don't fuck with cats and. Uh, what was the other one for oh, making don't fuck,
0: don't fuck with cats. Isn't in the fucking neighborhood of this.
4: I I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying they're both like you could look at them as potentially being irresponsible. I, I don't think Netflix has any, and you know, this is a platform that I enjoy a lot. So there's a lot of different stuff there. I know we rag on Netflix on animania all the time because they hold back Japanese dubs, but I don't think they have any commitment whatsoever to make using that, uh, platform to make informative content in this at least in this high profile manner you know they have a partnership with vox who i watch all the time but um the fact and john oliver brought this up and i was you know kind of surprised that he didn't go into it but he made the joke on his show that like uh who was it donald donald trump jr was watching this and got the complete wrong message from it was like oh i could get a cat for that much and john (laughs) was like how could you get (laughs) that How could you watch this and get that? But, guys, this documentary isn't really taking a stand on that issue one way or the other that a lot of people can watch this and have that takeaway. I assume that we're all kind of on the same page. It's also also
0: like a thing that flies under the radar. It's like, think about like, you know, the fact that there's just a reference in The Hangover to Mike, like, uh, yeah, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah. It's Owning Tyson. A tiger. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And it's one of those things. It's just like we just kind of accept that, like, people that own tigers, probably there's like they had to do paperwork or something. There's like some there's legal entities taking care of that. And it's yeah. like, no, it's just like there's a bunch of like abused fucking tigers out there and we probably shouldn't allow people to own tigers because <laughs> yeah. they're yeah. a fucking hugely dangerous animal. Yeah.
3: No, for it sure, on and it, it's not like it, and that, and that, and I want to back up and say that they do show abuse. I mean, there's a very harrowing scene where. Uh, a mama tiger gives birth, and Joe literally rags oh, the giant yeah. yeah. and just that drags this kitten it's out. It's a girl. Yeah, and then and like throws it in his, in his in the house. house,
2: and they're crying, and he's like, "I don't understand why they're crying. I'm gonna go sleep in another room." And I'm like, "I wonder why they're crying so much, Joe." Mm-hmm.
3: And I do think it does get more towards that. I, I do agree that I think the the editors are like, "Okay, we need some." Uh yeah. animal abuse yeah. stuff And
2: I meant they're breeding tigers And then what are they doing with them They're just shipping them off And they're right. just breeding yeah. them so that they can bring in
3: mama. And that's what they dance around It's like, okay, you have the, five dead Jesus. tigers on Yeah, your,
0: they they yeah. also did prove that Doc Antle Has, like, a gas chamber and tiger crematorium Which is just the most horrifying
4: yes. thing There yeah. is some evidence that a black market exists They've, like, oh, found sure. freezers it, full of dead tigers they Well, they, they talked about it, yeah, yeah.
2: Go ahead, Kelly uh, Sorry, they, like, the thing that, like, really, like just made me so angry was they showed joe like doing vet work on these animals like tranquilizing yeah. them and stuff like just there with no gloves or anything just
0: he's just and pumping them full of fucking gummy and, like, and i was like <laughs> dear
2: lord yeah, yeah he's just oh like tiger God. heaven
0: jesus he's just hitting them with ketamine and just exactly. saying oh you got six it's, minutes and then he's like i'm not sure how big dose i gave and i'm like what the fuck and then he's
2: poking them <laughs> In yeah. the back with, like, sticks and, like...
3: And that's an example where, like, I think this the more you film, the more you get... Like, yeah. the fact they got him getting attacked by a tiger and it shows his true colors come out was really what, like... To me, was the more, most damning thing about Joe when he just was, like, a tiger attacks him and, you know, in the beginning he's like, I would never shoot... I'd shoot you before I'd shoot my tiger. And then a tiger starts biting at his foot and he shoots at it with a gun. Mm-hmm. To, to and be, be And then to, be honest, to shoot yeah. him in the face. It's like... Yeah, to
1: be honest, I was I
0: I was I was somewhat impressed that he didn't just shoot the tiger. It's like (laughs) Um, I know that sounds so terrible. I'm just saying I'm not defending my viewpoint. But my initial my initial reaction was like, oh, he really does love that
2: tiger.
3: (laughs) Yeah, he he aims at a river. It's does not a good shot. He just
2: shoots things at motionless things at a river and blows them up that's all he does oh yeah the,
0: now shot. that you mention mentioned it it's totally believable that he just missed like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't do like a good job all the way through that and it's just like all the fucking exploding barrels and that was one of those things too why the fuck when he was fucking going ghosting in the middle of the night was the fucking film crew there Mm. Like there's, there's a couple of things That don't make sense to me That I'm really curious about And like one of the ones is definitely like Why in God's green earth Did he allow the film crew to be there When he was like ghosting Jeff Like that, it doesn't Like they have part of that story Which I don't understand And it, part of me just thinks that at some point Joe just like inherently accepted the notion That they were going to be
3: there You know what I mean? Right and then there's one clip That looks like it's filmed from Joe himself In his lawyer's office and I don't know why Joe yeah. would give them that footage. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. really yeah. damning. Uh, it like makes could, it sound like his lawyer is like, you should probably burn that down. <laughs> all the
2: there are yeah. people
4: that just cra- I, I, that just expose themselves to media that way. I, I mean, mean, that's the thing that is very funny about this. is like these guys are all
3: narcissists and they let them on because you they think they're going to come ego. across like geniuses. And it's like. Doc Antill doesn't think that he's going to come across like a creepy cult leader.
0: (laughs) Well, this is the part where I say, Joe was kind of right, wasn't he? Like, cause we got all, like, like I'm saying like the American media, the majority of people are kind of defensive of Joe and like a loving, like, and they talk about him like he still deserves to go to prison, but even a lot of these people are like super positive about him still. Like, I mean, Weird. to some extent you're kind of, like Joe was kind of right. Like he got everybody in there and the, the fact that the documentary cut looks good for him means that he looks like a positive individual, which is why I think the important thing is that we don't forget that he did abuse tigers. I think at the same time, I, I think that the documentary is well made. I do have i do agree with Trevor to some extent that like there is some serious questioning i think that needs to be made about like kind of the documentarians and like whether or not they kept a sense of objectivity. because i think that the statement i would like to make is that they did it which is bad from a documentary standpoint again it is an undeniable fun train wreck and i guess the thing is like i would not detract from my score to say that it might be there's there's like an unethical it's not it's not that the the debate isn't the quality of the documentary so much of the ethicalness of the documentary i think that's an inherent
4: part of a documentary jack and that's where i disagree with you maybe I don't well know. that's fair i could i could accept
0: your like the notion that like a documentary inherently has to be like ethical you're forming
4: there. a narrative when you put those cuts together you have a responsibility to the material if you're going to inform people about an issue to either make a moral judgment or just put all the information out there i guess i don't know. And, Part of the reason I didn't want to watch this was in the first episode when they introduced Carol Baskin. I'm like, oh god, she's the voice of reason. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is an excellent like
0: point. Like she, she, is, she is she is in her own right kind of crazy. Yes,
1: the crazy guess, cat no, lady from Peter. The and, the question then arises: Do we um, evaluate this as a documentary or as a reality show?
4: Mm-hmm. Oh, well
2: done. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It is a lot more reality show. It is. It is. She's it's right. Not like statistics or anything, or they're right. It's not about the animals or the conservation. In the end, it's,
1: okay. just mm-hmm. the, it's
2: the people with the power. It's all about. Just that. look I at w-
1: these crazy yeah. cat yeah. owning <laughs> rednecks. They're exactly. nice. I think the only,
3: the only difference is a reality show tends to want to keep. It follows the story circle style of television, which is the idea that you know every episode kind of resets itself so that you can. Yes, it has structure. not come sure, into this has any <laughs> episode of a reality show and just kind of yeah. enjoy it and just kind of deal with it.
0: I mean, that happens to some extent in this, like it does reset itself to the end. It does have an overarching narrative and definitely picks up at the end. But like the first three episodes do reset outside of like the one that's going directly at Carol's throat. (laughs)
3: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, it's (laughs) the funny thing too, is that reality, TV yeah well, well, it, been like crazy. i would like i would like anyways. to
0: retroactively steal sarah's point and be like that was the point i was going to make to trevor it's real <laughs> it's good reality tv thank you sarah i appreciate it because <laughs> uh, that that makes a lot more sense in and like the contract of like the things we put it in i agree i agree with ben that it is clearly like
4: meant to be a documentary um I like y'all's argument that it should be maybe considered reality TV. Doesn't it's change how I think I'm going to score it, but I like. I fair. think we're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it definitely takes from
3: reality TV. Oh, no question. Yeah. I mean, like,
2: I'm wondering if they bought some of the. They definitely did. Bought some of that other guy's. What's his name? Who was going to make a reality TV show? The well, they bought like, all, his out. all his footage. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, yeah. Like well, they, the they they had
0: footage. Yeah. Footage, yeah. Well, it also makes me question: At what point did they get that footage? Because I think some of the initial footage was footage was actually like put. I don't know what that is. Was like, like worse?
3: <laughs> yeah. My guess is all that footage is from the draft of the pitch reel. That he probably made mm-hmm. drafts of the pitch reel and exported them and had them saved on YouTube or Vimeo or something. And that's the something that they had left. And that, all the raw data he had. And then they had his web
2: show, and they probably had a bunch of those.
3: Yeah, the web show's all probably hosted on YouTube and stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The web show, clearly, they had like a shitload of evidence and stuff for. So it's, I'm not. I'm not like shocked by the fact that they had like a lot of material to use. It's just that I think the question for me is at what point did they get what material? And I think to me, like clearly, like they was different interpretations of what this thing was supposed to be. And it was discovered in edit is my thought process. Whatever this thing was supposed to be, he knew he had something and then kind of made Tiger King after the fact. So Netflix taking a hand and trying to steer it towards being what it actually is and taking a more reality show vibe. I don't think I'm ready to just dismiss it as as like a terrible terrible thing on the basis of it just being more reality than it is uh, or, sorry reality piece than it is a documentary. I just think that like I probably agree with Trevor t- that that viewpoint makes it so that we have to accept that there's there's not a black fish of tigers which is inherently a more valuable like it just it's it's annoying or, to me because I this is inherently probably the best most watchable version of this content.
3: And that's the and that's the other ethical question I would raise to Trevor right. is do you make a less ethical, more watchable, more popular show that will potentially more people will see and more people actually discuss the issues in versus a more depressing, realistic, actual yeah. expose that less people are going to watch? Because I don't want to watch seven hours about tigers getting abused. I know it's bad. Where's the,
2: where do you put what? Yeah, like, exactly. What percentage of what?
4: See, that's where I, I agree I, I with you. I actually don't that have a is good, a good That it. is an excellent point. I, I guess the only rebuttal to that I can make is that like. People like me are not going to watch long enough to get any, like, facts or information about that argument. And, I and, and a that lot of people are just going
3: to watch and just talk about Joe and Carol and not give a shit about that Tigers. I understand that too. It is still uh, the
4: popularity and the existence of this thing now that that did make me do that. So that's, that's a good point still. Yeah. Maybe.
0: I mean, to be honest with you, Trevor, some of it was like social pressure on my part. <laughs> like, no, yeah, that's totally part of it. But I yeah. also
4: heard about it both on the Daily Show and John Oliver and neither of them like flat out condemned it, which I think if coronavirus wasn't the news story right now, Maybe there would be more of that. I would like to think in an ideal world. I don't know. but I like, disagree. I disagree. I respect yeah. the I think, need for people to just like indulge in the entertainment value. Well, I think at it
3: gives us something, you know, someone. Uh, I forgot what they were talking about, but on a the podcast, they were talking about how everyone was arguing. Oh, it was like a New York Times article about like something dumb. They 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 often will write food articles that are meant to be like clickbait. They're like terrible and they make you really mad. <laughs> Like, they'll be like, deep-dish pizza is the only good pizza or some shit like that, so you have to, like, (laughs) yeah, it. And, and like, people were yelling about some New York Times food article, and the post of the podcast was like, this felt like from a better time, (laughs) like, when we would just argue about (laughs) this. And this also makes you kind of, like, just enjoy like, let's talk about this trash TV show yeah, cause and argue it's <laughs> my life, and not worry now. about the existential crisis of this yeah, moment. definitely.
2: It yeah. came and out I, I really do have to time. honestly
1: say that I would probably not have watched this show have, had we not been quarantined for weeks on end with nothing else to do.
3: Oh I That's, mean it's it's a perfect yeah. seven hour so you know? yeah. and I, five hours. And I definitely
1: like, wouldn't have watched it all in one night like my fiance and I definitely did.
3: <laughs> yeah. But it's I, fine.
1: I, we were gonna watch some with our friends and we got four episodes in and then a couple of people are like, Okay, well it's you know midnight, we gotta go to bed, and Katie and I were like, More kids We have not. to see how it ends. <laughs> I need
2: more. I, I, I
0: think it. at the midpoint to some extent, I was sort of done with this series, and I got back into it because of Katie. I probably would not have finished it initially because I think I got depressed at the midpoint too. Because I did think I, I I'm fairly sensitive when people get mean to rednecks on stuff. Was the only reason I don't probably accept Trevor a little bit is like you know I have an extended family in Kentucky, and so like you know it's it you know I think you one think of the it's to,
4: uh it's it's disingenuous for me to uh to comment on the plight of the redneck. No
0: no 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 that's not what I'm fucking saying. I, I love you i'm not going to fucking put you in like the anti-red deck box i'm just saying like i consider myself sensitive enough to it that like and i did get annoyed in a couple of the episodes to like the fact that at the end of it i still felt that like, there was a certain amount of like you know respect for saf and crew and the outside part of the crew that i probably didn't think it was bad that said it is not really a documentary about tigers <laughs> unfortunately
1: that is very true
4: yeah. I would like Do to not maybe consider that I would also be more interested and enjoy it more if it was more about, like, the ins and outs of these people and what makes people, like, why is everybody that gets into Big Tigers? The answer to that this- is
0: cocaine, Trevor.
4: Yeah. <laughs> like that's just a blanket answer is that it is
0: cocaine. And or meth. Ketamine. And meth, yeah, meth yeah, too. Meth. All of the above. Ketamine, cocaine, and, yeah. This is a good joke. Meth. So I'm not going to argue. But I think you know what I had. <laughs> well, I do think it is also like his personality and like the fact that he, uh, I, I'm not necessarily sure. I guess it has to be Prey because the amount he's paying those people is insane to me. Or I don't know what it is. But he talked about them paying them like 300 bucks a week or something.
2: That was like 120. That was like 100. Yeah. yeah, both Doc you and Joe no, yeah. paid like 100. Yeah, well, no, 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 that's is, what it was. Five hundred bucks a month.
3: Yeah, five hundred bucks a month. That's
2: the yeah. thing is though, is that he he picks broken people who have nowhere to go. Yeah, right. Honestly, which and is he's like he's and, like Mother Teresa. And that's why him and Doc in, were so he gives interesting. Them food and shelter, but he treats them like trash. Yeah, and he puts them in squalor.
3: Where like, Doc is like, but they have nowhere to more go. Of like, so I want the young, impressionable, oh, yeah. beautiful women that I then. Manipulate yeah, 18, and control. And,
2: and then people, they give shit for, um, Carol because you know she doesn't pay her employees but at least they're volunteers that's what I said at least it's they can just walk away yeah it's not
0: honestly. it's not the same it's not the same thing like yeah. Carol's volunteers are not a like vulnerable population like it's, there is a huge moral difference between those two things and mm-hmm. I do think the documentary at some point attempts to draw a moral equ- equivalency between them which is not great which is again uh, big problem I had from episode ra- one <laughs> yeah that, I think I think that is the issue Carol is not a great person but no. she, by no extent, is anywhere near the category of Joe Exotic. Like, and also just the way he preys on Joe. And also, let's just get to here. His husbands.
2: <laughs> ah! oh, ah! about this.
0: <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I have to admit, and, and, and stop me if I'm wrong. This is like a really disturbing non polyamory relationship or it is a polyamory relationship, but it just, it's It's just, it's probably one of the most popular media versions of a polyamory relationship. And it's a terrible one because it's, Mm -hmm. it's just, he's essentially Mm -hmm. controlling them with drug usages and free guns, which is just, I just, I just like the redneck catnip jokes are really are funny, but still (laughs)
2: it's terrible. Like serenading them (laughs) with like really weird, Songs and the songs, yeah, the songs are great. He <laughs> <You> didn't <laughs> write, oh. yeah, he didn't write them or, or sing, sing them because I was like, that is not his voice. Yeah. You're kidding me.
0: Yeah, he does not sound like that. He, he, yeah. So there weird. are there are existing uh, copies of stuff that he has sung, and you can listen to it, and it is very different. <laughs> 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 he does not sound like an angel. <laughs> he he sounds like he smokes a lot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of that. I did want to mention that I did go to Doc Antles when I was a kid. We, uh, we need to
2: talk about that.
0: Yeah. Please so, like I said, I think one of the amazing things that is tr- accurate about this documentary is that I personally just accepted tigers, like, in shows and stuff as, like, not a bad thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like SeaWorld. World. We accept as a kid. Yeah. Like, you don't know about yeah, it. Exce- just like, oh, I yeah, they're to being SeaWorld. treated
3: well, right? It's yeah. like, Free Willy, <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, fuck
0: yeah! Even though Free Willy was about him escaping yeah. essentially SeaWorld. World. <laughs>
3: yeah. like, why did we see that? And not
2: like yeah. some <laughs> click. Yeah. Like he escapes <laughs> like, no, SeaWorld. I just want to see
3: the world. But whales. then you can go see that yeah. fucking orca. Yeah, yeah. Nice When about
0: I was it. When, when we were in the SeaWorld, I remember in them Texas. saying to me,
3: like, I was like, why does their fin like this? Because in the wild, it's like this. And like, oh, that happens in their captivity. And my dumb kid brain, very depressed wasn't like that's probably bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's not a great thing. Wow. No. <laughs> I my when I was in SeaWorld, World, uh, when I, when uh, the SeaWorld in San Antonio, Texas, when my sister was like four years old, they went. My parents went there, and they let they put the kids on the back of fucking Shamu. And there's this amazing Kodak photo of Sarah, like in a little dress on the back of Shamu, and that's I'm just terrifying. like terrifying fuck <laughs> can't, can't show that to people anymore <laughs> yeah no we do i mean it's <laughs> fun. I mean, it's bad for sea world yeah who gives a shit i didn't we didn't know yeah, better really. but fuck yeah i mean like it's not our fault like to some extent it's just oh i guess that's the thing too i probably shouldn't i just immediately said it wasn't our fault for recognizing the thing that and we've kind of all said is it, like obviously this was bad and we just didn't realize it obviously it's bad that mike tyson owns a tiger privately that he lost in the middle of the night even contextually in the context of that movie like he he lost the tiger he's
4: yeah. clearly not a good steward of the tiger not to defend this but that was the funniest part of that movie for me so like you know silver linings i, I don't know <laughs> i think
0: the point is it's just weird to like engage with some of these documentaries and it was like when i went to doc Antle's place it is surprisingly chill and that's the thing too and mm. I, you have to realize this is like this is like 15 years ago. Did you actually so,
2: meet, meet him? Like No, I didn't meet year? him. No, I was wasn't. There was
0: like there was like a there was like a safari looking dude and you pet a tiger. Oh, there
2: weren't any girls. Like
0: uh, there was I. I don't. So this is where like I. Oh I'm confused because <laughs> oh like God. I was I was a ten year old. So like I was gonna notice anything like that. Personally, I'm just saying. I was like, about to start theorizing. The costumes. flower of manhood had bloomed. So like, I can't.
4: I can't imagine not remembering all those uh, I uh, Think, think we finally discovered where your monster girl fetish comes from.
0: Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't mention oh, yeah. it on movie.
4: We don't mention it um, on movie, the streams? I'm sorry. Yeah. i crossing the, cross streams. the streams too hard.
0: I will only talk about. <laughs> I will only start grinding my teeth around snakes Come on the Would Animalia. I be a good friend if
4: I didn't make at <laughs> least no. one joke? I love you. Come on. I
2: love you <laughs> very much. Did you <laughs> actually get to pet any tigers?
0: Yeah, yeah. he did. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was cool. Like, I mean, it's cool and it's. Kind of terrifying and intense And your heart races And it's like It's like a cool encounter Because you feel Cool and like you did it And like you did something Semi-dangerous that's probably now actually relatively was dangerous you know Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of the things too it's like a little baby tiger and he comes and you pet it and then you just kind of go and you see a bunch of tigers and you know they run around on chains and stuff and it's you know Mm -hmm. at the time you didn't like we went to an alligator preserve that's in also in myrtle that beach there and you just go and you walk around all over these boards there's a shitload of alligators all over the place myrtle beach is weird man Hmm. myrtle beach is medieval knights like i always thought that medieval knights was probably abusing their like horses more than like doc Antle's place was but i have my doubts yeah um yeah no doc Antle, jeff and stark and joe are definitely villains and i think it's one of the things where it's just the show just has a desire to draw a moral equivalency and make a hero out of joe just because he's also like i don't know He's less of an asshole than everybody else. It's just weird. So I, I think I am starting to come around. Unfortunately, I think Trevor has won this more than I
4: did in terms of convincing me. People have made great points. I don't. I'm sorry I came on and ruined the fun for. No, <laughs> don't I don't think it ruins yeah, yeah, the fun. Talk, to talk
0: yeah, about. To, talking about stuff is always good, and I, I think, I think that's the thing too. You always get upset when I make you like the devil's advocate because you're an easy person to make the devil's advocate. No offense, uh, but I, I, I think that ultimately, like, it's always the conversation I'd rather have. As somebody that actually doesn't like the thing that I'm very into. That's it's what a I, necessary
1: role. Like we can't have a discussion I, if we all agree on something.
0: I'll yeah, also agree. Yeah. I hated talking to Ben about uh, Batman v Superman <laughs> at the time. Are we still bringing that up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's oh, Jack's kryptonite. Hey, no, I I, 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 own my mistakes. This is this is Jack but owning Jack his mistakes.
3: Like, I didn't like it, and Jack was like stunned. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I was. Like, I was. How? I was. It took me like three viewings
3: before I was like Fuck that doesn't make sense And then for Christmas Jack sent me a Blu-ray Of the complete Batman versus oh, Superman no. And I, it was the hardest I've ever laughed it was So it was
4: the greatest I, I, joke
0: I, I regret that gift like a little bit I should have just got, I felt bad I didn't do gifts this year actually, no one else noticed I felt bad, I like bought people gifts And then didn't send them because I'm that level of lazy Uh I'm good Because so I didn't get you anything <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you. All right, guys. I think we should put scores on this. What do you guys think?
1: Oh, God. Sure. Uh, oh, I, I you assume think this. Already? Wow.
0: Oh, oh, oh well, what, what else? Where else? What else? I'm no, trying no, to think no. of like one of the like, con topics. Oh,
2: There's just so much stuff. Yeah. There, there well, is. Well, there's there's a lot of fuel. <laughs> yeah. I, we that's down a, on all the bases? <laughs>
0: The actual crime that happened, and when the I love I love the cut when the actual FBI or the, she's not an FBI agent, but she's a prosecutor in front of like the FBI seal, and they just cut to her like, and it's like now the adults in the room. <laughs> that's exactly like, that's that is the greatest cut in that whole thing nah. where they just have her arms crossed, professional as fuck. They just nah. like highlighted how professional she was, and it's just yeah. like oh shit,
2: reality is come back.
3: I, I have to just, ask Sarah a slightly crass question, but did you have a crush on the FBI lady? at all because she was like a bit. she was uh oh, oh my god man hot. just like
2: authority like authority yeah. woman
3: she knew damn what she it. wanted she had a very very unique voice i was like we mm. had made it to that episode yeah good really suit yeah <laughs> yeah like, i figured it was, was kind of like, sarah's that, type a little bit i was just curious it's also
0: that's like a well-done pantsuit you know what i mean that's yeah. like damn yeah.
2: yeah, it was basically taking the, the toys away from the children. It's like, all right, children. Yeah. Enough's yeah. enough. This woman <laughs>
1: has clearly watched House of Cards and stands Claire a little bit. Yes. Kind of I, just,
0: that. <laughs> yeah, I just also can't, like, it's one of those things, too, where it's like Jeff is still making a zoo in Texas.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's still that's still edge. happening.
0: It's That's I, still happening. Oh. I checked I mean, site. that's why they're
3: going to make more, because, like, I, I just Googled, Tim Stark randomly. That was the dude who always had the monkey on his shoulder. He got his oh license pulled in February this year. So he can't legally own and cats they, anymore. They raided, like, and, they like, raided and they raided Doc, Doc. Ant Like, And
2: I literally yesterday when we were done, because I was like, I need more. I, I can't stop. I need more substance. <laughs> yeah. Like, I went and looked for it because I was like, this zoo can't be open anymore. After all this, this zoo is not, people are not going to go to this, especially with, you know, they, they can't open now because coronavirus and all that like it's losing money already so i went and i found their um i found jeff and what's his name is his wife whatever laura their instagram with the zoo and people are dragging them through the mud in the comments like there's tons and tons of comments that are like you took it from joe you're never gonna (laughs) open the zoo and he's just laughing it off it's crazy
0: yeah, he, he's an intense person. It's yeah. also like, it's one of those things, too, where, like, I, I don't want to be shit on. I don't want to shit. It's one of those things. I never want to shit on Vegas, but Vegas was, like, exactly what I expected. <laughs> <laughs> it's
4: like, like where is Vegas in this story? I know it comes into it somehow. Oh, there it is.
0: Yeah, I was like, it is kind of like, like, it's like, Jeff's from Vegas, and I'm like, not shocked. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts talking about like right next to his house, like we should the, the housekeeper needs to be hot. And I'm like, what?
2: Oh my god. god. Yeah, the Kate. nanny that was on his Instagram too. Oh. It was the it was oh. the zoo Instagram too. They're like the nanny showed up and it was like so gross. Oh, it's on yeah, the and zoo. she's like and Instagram. she's like a model
0: and she's just apparently I think she's just like a woman he's hired to be his Instagram nanny, essentially. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No. Because oh yeah, she only works part time and it's just like, whoa. Yeah, that kid's gonna be really fucked. <laughs> Just genetically <laughs> fucked for the word go. Like nothing nothing against genetics. You could rise above, but like that's a lot to rise above, man. <laughs> like that's a few pierces when he like murders somebody in college and I'm gonna be like, I mean, hmm. what chance did he have? <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: this kid was the argument. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's put let's put some scores on it just so we can move along. Because I'm also interested to see where we're doing it. I don't want to do Trevor first. I think I'm going to start with Sarah, if that's okay.
1: Mm.
0: What score? Or do you want me to start with Ben? I'll start with Ben. Ben, what score? <laughs> Sarah right.
3: looked uncertain, so we're going to go to you. Uh, what? <laughs> um, I'm going to give it a 7.5. I guess my, to, to, to clear what I would consider a 10 out of 10 for these kind of limited series documentaries which would become a thing and would be oj made in america it's kind of my oh yeah geek. um this is nowhere near that good not systematically rich trashy i admit um but kind of a uh good trashy <laughs> in an interesting way i don't know if that's allowed or not but uh i think it it is very interesting i think it is a case of you know just just stumbling onto something that's really incredible. Um, It reminded me a lot of Wild Wild Country, but I think unlike that, I think there's more attempts to actually make a bigger narrative. Um, That that film kind of relied too much on on, um, existing footage and a few interviews and not enough. And this one, they did feel like they tried to get as many people involved in this as they could. It's mostly about Joe, but uh, there is long statements about it. Uh, I do have issues with it. One thing I've said is that I don't think we need an entire... I think part of the bias thing is that we didn't need an entire episode about Carol Baskin's husband. It could have been 20 mm. minutes doing mm. an entire hour like, you know, half hour to making her like did she murder her husband is like, you know, uh it's interesting. That case it has been
4: reopened, by the way. But it's has like, it it has. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it has. It has, yeah.
2: Because
0: of this
4: or Oh, because, well, because of this for this, sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow
0: I, I ha- she has to have faced a lot of abuse online oh, now yeah, that I no probably sure. oh am not. God. I'm probably not.
2: No, no i, no one's I think, happy with this. Yeah, actually. everybody, everybody's faced abuse except for maybe like Saf. Everyone loves Saf. Saf's probably got yeah. gross. <laughs> transphobic uh, That's true. Yeah.
4: yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody went after him for that. Wait, service. why don't people like Saf? I know he's misgendered, and that's a thing.
3: Well, because people. Because
2: people are yeah, just people <laughs> just
3: are people assholes. But
2: yeah not because of his character or anything nah. obviously yeah
3: so that like not be it the, the, there is definitely it's very manipulative <laughs> it's very um, problematic in some ways but overall I think it is very fascinating I do think it is very very well edited I think they took too. like, something that could have been very it's a
2: roller coaster
3: difficult with a million different ways to go and, and kind of found a target and, and kind of talked about this entire thing i um, an example that does it way, way better, but reminded me a little bit of it, is is *Active Killing*, where like this guy that they filmed so much of these Indonesian uh, warlords that he made two documentaries out of it because he had so much footage. But like he focused his first film on one person and kind of explained this whole thing through this one person. and I think that's what they were trying to do with with Joe. He is kind of the most fascinating and charismatic and, right, and right. wild of them and has the craziest arc, too. So it makes sense that it becomes his show. Um, I do kind of wish it was more of an omnibus, and I do think it takes his side too much. But overall, I think it was a very, very well-made, very interesting. And, and I think it did do an, enough of the of showing how the Tigers were abused that I don't think you can come out of this. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> I think some people are. Oh, yeah. But I think a lot of people will still see that this is a big problem and it should be addressed. Yeah. I hope. hope. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm going to push it to kill now.
2: Um See, I was going to give it I was thinking a nine, but Trevor has made me feel guilty because I really like animals. <laughs> Again, not my I intention. I don't like animals, but I, like really, I really like trash TV. <laughs> ben knows I yeah, love trash yeah. TV. And I love we're going to watch
3: 9 Day Fiance.
2: Oh, it, we're going to finish it. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: is anyone watching Love is Blind? No, no, sorry, but we, tried we tried might, that. we might. We're too late that. for that one.
2: Oh that. no, it's great, it's great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I just love trash so much. But I, I, don't know. I feel bad for the animals now. Giving it a nine, so I think I'm, I'm probably gonna get an eight or an eight and a half. I think eight and a half. Yeah, I go down a half for you,
1: Trevor. <laughs> but-
0: no, I, I think I think I think one of the things is just like I think it, the question is going to come down to, and I'm sorry to steal a little bit from you here, Kel, but like the question it has to come down to is like whether or not you think the it's reality TV that is because it's now going into the category of reality TV is it actually in in some ways abusive to the tigers that it's reputing to support like that's the question I think that's a debate I'm not happy saying one way or the other and and I know Trevor has an opinion on it I don't necessarily accept that opinion I think it could be both depending on your opinion of the show so I think I kind of I'm not welcome I'm not probably here to say that like this is a bad documentary at this point, but I I, I am curious to see where everyone kind of leans on that line. And I think, and and unfortunately scores are kind of worthless this week because we all accept it's a well-made, well-edited, well-put-together documentary. You're not even going to deny that Trevor to any extent. I, well when ben it, says something uh, uh, as well again, edited, well made well made well made and i said edited in this context yeah. so because uh, you're gonna say if it's a good documentary it has to be ethical so i would that's, say it's that's slickly
3: edited that might be technically a little <laughs> bit cheap but it is it, it is very entertaining and it's very yeah it's tough to make I've, I've worked on documentaries it's very tough to make a documentary well paced and then mm-hmm. this does i mean and that is a skill no yeah
2: all right let's go on to trevor
0: Oh, I, wasn't, I... I was
2: going to add a few things. Sorry, Cal,
0: please. I'm so sorry. Please continue. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I wanted
2: to say how, like, um, even though, like, I do wish that they they had a little bit more focus on the animals, I am and even, you know, the, the last few bits when they did focus on the animals, it didn't seem like enough. But at least it was there to remind you at the end that, like, hey, this is still happening. Like, you could probably do something about it by not supporting these people. You know, mm. which I'm grateful that they did at least have that to remind the audience, you know, that like, yeah, these are shitty people and this mm. is the shit that happened, but remember about the animals. Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's why I still want to give it like an eight and a half. But I'm done. <laughs>
4: <laughs> uh, Trevor. I I forgot my pithy thing I had for summing this up, but um, <laughs> I I guess a five out of 10 for ambivalence. Like I am simultaneously like disgusted and intrigued and that feeling doesn't go away. And I mean, yeah, reality TV is kind of like that and I can still watch and enjoy reality TV kind of knowing that I am getting what I'm, what I'm going in for. But I guess with the documentary tag on it and the subject matter being something I then get genuinely curious about, it's just, yeah, it's just different for me. Yeah, we,
0: we were the guys that watched Blackfish in college, so, like,
4: I feel like I get why. Oh, I didn't watch it in college. I didn't watch it <gasps> until much later.
0: Oh, was that me and Andrew? God, we, we watched Blackfish and, like, tripped the fuck out watching that. I remember watching that movie for the first time in college and just being, like, so deeply sad because I love SeaWorld.
4: Yeah, I'd never been, but Blackfish is a trip for sure. Yeah. Uh, Sarah?
1: I am going to have to give Tiger King a 6.5. It was wildly entertaining. Don't get me wrong. I will tell other people to watch it. Not necessarily because I think it's like an, well, it's a good documentary in, in the sense that it wants you are compelled to keep watching because you can't wait to see what crazy thing is gonna happen next. But I I really do have to agree with Trevor's point that if it's going to bill itself as a documentary, it needs to have a bit more of a moral purpose than just people are crazy, times are strange, whatever. Um, So yeah, it's, it's a wild ride. I really can't decide at this point if it is more of a documentary or a reality show, but it was very enjoyable trash but I still feel like it's it's a bit trash, but it's trash that's put together very well. Finn.
2: Well said.
0: Yeah, well done. Exactly I, it. I'm going to ruin all the credibility she just earned us. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin it by making by making. Don't you do a, ten on this? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect score. No. this. I, I'm gonna give
3: it. I'm gonna give it a seven. Deck I'm gonna give like it a seven. Blade Runner tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Same level. <laughs> yeah, I
0: uh, I think one of the, the reason I'm gonna lure our cred- credibility is because I'm making gonna make a Nazi reference here to try to draw oh, a parallel here. Oh, no. So one of the things, not a Nazi reference. I'm not like just chill. Everybody everybody. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> <But not to laughs>
3: reference. I chill.
0: All right, it's fine. The point I want to say is that we as like, you know, when we look at film studies and stuff, we can bring into some context some films that are obviously objectionable, but still appreciate the quality and things at which they were made. My point is, is that we accept that certain movies, while are terrible like you know the films of Goebbels and stuff like that they did set some of the fucking standards for unfortunate things in filmmaking and had quality in terms of the filmmaking not the messaging or they used that's one of those things too i always think that it's important to recognize that quality filmmaking can be used to uh push objectionable ideas Mm -hmm. and the in my mind and this is i think the difference between me and trevor is that like i'm essentially to some extent giving a technical rating for this documentary and on that th- world and I, and I agree with you, I think, I think it's a beautiful vision of the world to not be able to separate the morality from the quality of the thing of itself. I just think that that kind of paradigm of saying like, well, clearly everything made by Goebbels is bad is selling short the historical fact or ability of people that are good filmmakers. The fact that if you're a good filmmaker, you can sell. It's a power to sell terrible, horrific ideas. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know, for that reason I want to probably try to separate out the morality of it to give us a defense against immoral ideas and people's ability to spit them out. You know, I think that's it's kind of a defense to some extent of why I think technically I think Tiger King is very good and I recommend people seeing it. But I don't th- I, I recognize that there are holes in that philosophical argument. Doesn't count because you had to go to Nazis. <laughs> I, I do feel like it doesn't count. I feel like I feel like it works. To,
4: H- rhetorically, that's a rule now, right? I,
0: I, I didn't want to go to Birth of a Nation. That one's the other it one. Did. And I don't. Yeah, yeah I don't want to go there. That oh, doesn't have to be that one. Yeah. Yeah. That one. That one's gross. Uh, all of it's gross.
2: Sorry. I mean, we
1: could relate it to operas instead, like, you know, refusing to watch the ring Cycle because of <laughs> Wagner's purported anti-Semitism. But at the same time, he essentially invented right. the idea of the leitmotif.
4: I think that's a totally different issue, right. though. That's looking what? at the art. Yeah. Because that's looking at the artist's life and their political beliefs, not like the thematics uh, w- of the work. Oh, dude, the Ring Cycle has all sorts of shit in it that is not like
0: something that we should. I mean, you stop me if I'm wrong, Sarah, but like, it's uh, I,
1: I, what's not wrong his with music the ring? at
4: least. <laughs> I mean, for okay, Christ this sake. is
1: perhaps a bad example, but I was just trying to be like, you know, don't necessarily object to. A piece of art that is constructed really well just based on what that Mm -hmm. art is depicting.
0: Right, exactly. And that's that is that is the again, Sarah. Really, why are you going to come on goddamn podcast? God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. The point is, that is a much better written version of what I was attempting to say, is that like art is necessarily not necessarily the ethics around the piece itself is always the most element of telling whether or not it is a quality piece of art or not. There seems to be when we judge art to be a secondary standard for some of these things and a looseness of it. And I think that there is a looseness in the space here to give it a seven, Uh, i agree with you trevor i think that there is a lot of evidence to suggest the piece is to some extent unethical uh i don't i'm not willing to at this point pass judgment on it just because that's i I don't have like the background well i want to be clear if i can
4: make my little rebuttal to this argument that i don't think my score reflects purely my moral value judgment which i do admit freely is what i'm doing here i i think that I'm also trying to rate my entertainment value of this. So no,
0: that's why we do it. Your score is yours inherently. Like I, I like as much as I literally spend this entire podcast, giving people shit for their scores, like essentially like it is an unerrable thing of your bite. And it's it's up to you to engage with your moralistic values when you choose to, or when you not choose to, and just specify it. And I feel like we both, we all specified, we all came in and specified who was thinking morally and who was not in the context of their scores. So, you know, you can't ask for anything better than that. God, my hair is puffy. You can't see half your hair. It's in the
4: green screen. Sorry. Oh it's wow, like, it is puffy yeah, look, look, Well,
0: look at look at like where my headphones yeah, come down headphones and like how yeah, effects. it cuts it yeah, in half. Wow. Yeah, I'm like I'm literally. I don't have my head is like my head is big to begin with. Like you know, my mother was a superwoman, uh, but like it's one of those things where it's was, like now your mother's alive puffy. and well. I just want to make that clear. <laughs> I don't yeah she is uh, wow, thanks for that I don't know that made it too real Trevor uh, you you made my own joke hurt anyways <laughs> I, I give it a 7 uh, that's a 5 a 7 a 7.5 a 6.5 8.5 math uh, divided by 5 comes out to exactly a 7 yeah okay uh, so yeah, we we give the Tiger King a seven out of ten. Uh, holy yeah. crap! Yeah, I think I think contextually, I'm okay giving this at this point a recommendation. Uh, though I don't think there's another human being on the planet that hasn't already seen it. It appears <laughs> yeah. to be believed.
2: I feel like everybody needs to watch this because I feel like things are gonna change. Peter hasn't watched it yet.
0: He drives me. Yeah, I, I <laughs> 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 he was really resistant too. It was funny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, last thoughts, guys. Anything else?
1: If Carol Baskin just, really uh, cared about the tigers, why didn't she ask for Joe's tigers instead of his money? That's all that I'm did saying. occur
4: to me.
2: I think she did. Nah. You can't do that. Can you? Well, can she turn
1: over? Can she get tigers uh, like
2: that? I don't know. Carol Baskin's second husband, definitely.
1: She could have made another provision in the in the agreement, like you know, you don't have to pay me if you surrender your tigers to. The authority well, or just something breed more you know There's
2: isn't he? I don't not
1: know. if he gives them up. You won't have any to breed.
2: Or if he if you you
4: worded it if correctly. there it is a right. takeaway here? A like
2: that though. That's his whole dignity. I don't know it's that
4: our legal system is fucked like that, <laughs> that's yes. the clear takeaway yes, right here.
1: Yeah. yes oh, there is that
0: my, my favorite that's thing is, is I, I sat next to this watched this I watched this entire documentary with a lawyer and like Katie was like half like Katie there was like a half dozen times where Katie was like what the fuck and then she like goes <laughs> online and there was a legal subreddit breakdown of Tiger King nice. and all yes. the stuff that was going on and I she was getting it was into it, awesome. it. Okay, and, yeah, she, and she would just be there like what the fuck <laughs> like <laughs> yeah uh, apparently like just the you know it's one of those things where it's just like tiger laws are so fucking confused at this point that this shit is like possible because it's just like wildlife ownership laws and stuff like that. It's just like there's no there's been no reform. So it's just it's impossible for us to go anywhere with anything. But uh, yeah, yeah uh, we tentatively we tentatively uh, recommend Tiger King. I can see Trevor's okay, right. soul dying. Don't go
2: out and pet I'm
0: nodding my head. Please. Yeah, I can't. Go yeah. To,
2: public, to private zoos. Do don't
0: research. go to Doc Antels uh, uh, mm-hmm. s- like just mm-hmm. for any reason because you're gonna get sucked into a crazy tiger cult. Yeah,
3: you might. Yeah. You very well yeah. might. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, do your research. Yeah, support good zoos. Go, support. Uh,
0: also, don't zoos. do meth. That's yeah. that's the don't, other. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> don't do meth. Yeah. Continuing
4: <laughs> the don't do meth
0: train. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Don't join a cult.
0: Or ketamine, or ketamine, or cocaine, for that matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, real yeah. real life advice tonight on the Movie Gang mm-hmm, podcast. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. I'm just very right. curious what arc-ups.
3: Netflix is gonna whip up for. I mean they, they 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 have to keep making them now. You know what I mean? <laughs> they
2: gotta be a part two.
3: Like they gotta they gotta figure out what the next one is. You know, because Wild Wild Country was the year before, and What Making a Murderer was the year before that. It's like they they, they, they they're out in the prow because there they're, was a new one you, that dropped to, yeah. like, today. Now it's like not as. Crazy. It's more of your classic like miscarriage of justice. uh, Let me let me kind of documentary. So I don't think also say, but
0: you should definitely if you're gonna check out something, go fucking all of Forensic Files. Like the like the '80s '90s series is on fucking like Netflix. Go watch all of that. All of Forensic Files is better. there's
1: There's there's a new Forensic Files. Series uh, that is out right now. My, I, I, I'm not into murder shows, but Katie's really excited about it. So, there's yeah. also that if you watch all the really, original Forensic really Files, there's more. Shows.
0: Yeah, we are. We're, it's, uh, it's one of those crazy things. We went to my favorite murder the podcast when it was in Durham a while ago. That was a lot of fun. But me and Katie listened to a lot of murder shows to the point that we can like name certain murders that multiple shows have done. <laughs>
1: because wow. <laughs> yeah, it popped up on, on too.
0: yeah yeah it's, I mean, it's one of those things where it's Katie ha- yeah Katie has like a pretty encyclopedic knowledge of murders that have happened in the US that are notable it's pretty freaky actually sometimes she's like yeah that guy got murdered in Colorado and I'm like what <laughs> 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 what's happening alright let me let me close it out for real this time okay. for the movie gang podcast this has been Trevor Flan. goodbye Kel
2: Fraley. Fraley. Fuck. here just write it
0: down Ben, ben Haworth. <laughs> I'm a fucking bitch I'm so sorry it's on your fucking it's on your fucking chat too god damn it okay. Ben Haworth. bye bye Sarah Becker
1: thanks for listening
0: and I've been your host, Jack Newman. Head on over to the Tuscan Shed Media Network. So it's TuscanShed.com. You can check out all our podcasts, including Animania, where you can hear Jack get really, really drunk finishing up the season. It's fantastic. Uh, do
4: I need to go back and edit that, by the way, Trevor? Like, I probably do, right? I think it's OK. People might be a little lost, like me and Edward for a minute, but then they'll just be, <laughs> feel like they're part of the show, you know? Right, right. So, yeah. OK, yeah. cool. Uh, I, I had some. Deep I mean, thoughts. those are the people they are going to have made it 45 minutes in anyway, for the most part yeah, cool. so <laughs> So just my mother, essentially.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyways, hey moving on. You can also we're also going to listen to more episodes of the Movie Gang Podcast. While you're there, you can check out Geek Space Nine, Live Long and Discover. We have some new pen and paper shows. We're going live. Uh, I think every Friday we're going live at like six thirty p or seven o'clock. So you can check out our live D and D stream then. Uh, this week, uh, Trevor is and is going to try to survive his time in a Xanathar's dungeon and see if he can uh, maybe come to terms with what he's going to do with the mic. Flare, because if nothing else, Jack is predictable, and there will always be a mind flare in whatever campaign I run. Uh, anyways, for the movie game podcast, one last time, thanks for listening.